Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, friends, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. Today's topic, as you probably saw by the episode title, revolves around what you really care about. And when I put emphasis on the word really, it is for a very distinct purpose. Because quite frankly, sometimes what we really care about and what we think we care about don't align. And so today's episode is dedicated to figuring out what it is we really care about, thinking of those things that we think we care about, and trying to eliminate the gap between the two so that we can really go out into the world and live in an aligned way. So let's think about it. What do you really care about? So let's start with this. What do you care about? If somebody said, what are the things that you are passionate for and about what what things do you care about, I want you to just put together a little mental list. These things might include relationship, they might include values, they might include certain activities or hobbies, they might include certain human experiences. What do you care about? Now, I want you to think a little bit differently. I want you to think back on the last, you know, week, month, year, however long of a time frame you'd like to set. What are the things that have caused you some upset? Because man, that's different. I would guess that driving slowly in the left-handed lane did not make it onto your first list of things that you care about. However, it might be true that when you're driving in the left-hand lane trying to pass some slow drivers and somebody's just kind of hanging out there 10 miles an hour under the speed limit, that you get pretty upset or that that bothers you, right? So inherently, we can then make the claim that you do care about that. That is something you care for. And how does that sit with you when you think about that example? And maybe that's not you know, a relevant example to you specifically, but there are certainly things in life that you could make that comparison with. So many things that we respond to emotionally, that we react to viscerally, aren't actually things that we ideologically care for. That we would say, yes, I I want to spend time and energy on this specific thing. I really want to dedicate my life to those slow drivers in the left-hand lane, right? Like that's not typically what we actually want from life. So the question then becomes, okay, well, how do we stop emotionally and energetically investing in those things in order to use that energy and that emotion in things that we really do care about, things that we do believe, you know, make life more enjoyable, make the world better, make us happier, make us better individuals? Because those are the things that matter. Of course, we know this, but how do we kind of step away from that human drama in order to more fully align with those things that we care about on that deeper level. So the number one thing that we can do, and this is not going to be a surprise if you've listened to my show, 
is be present, right? Is drop ourselves into the moment with enough awareness that we can see how we're responding and we can choose to respond differently. All right, so in this extended metaphor that I've been giving with the left-handed lane, left-handed, left lane slow drivers, it would be noticing that, you know, you're, you're kind of behind a slow driver and you feel your cheeks getting warm, you feel your heart rate increasing. It would be having the presence of mind to notice those visceral reactions and then to change them, okay? And it's not as simple as just being like, okay, well, I guess I, I won't be angry now. Stop being angry self, right? Like, <laughs> it's not always that easy. It's a true rewiring of the brain. So an example of this would be like how it would actually look in the moment as you feel yourself getting flush, you feel your heart rate increasing. And instead of being like, oh my gosh, come on, buddy, like speed up, move over. Instead of doing that, you would think, okay, this is not actually a big deal. I hope that this person is, you know, driving in a way that helps them feel safe and helps them drive safely around others. You know, just saying a little thing like that, and that relates back to my mantra episode from a while back, but having something prepared that you can say in those moments not only helps your brain to kind of step away from that emotional reaction, but also can help you to make more of a pattern of it. All right, so maybe you have something prepared. If somebody cuts you off, you know, we could assume that they're just being a jerk or that they are bad drivers, or we could assume that there is something really intense and wild going on in their life and they are not fully present in their driving because they are so worried about something else. All right, an example I heard of this a while back was if you get cut off by a person, it can be really easy to, you know, just be like, oh, that jerk. But imagine that that person just got a phone call and their wife was in the delivery room and they were, you know, going from work to be there for their baby's birth and the hospital calls and says, hey man, we're so sorry, but you need to get down here. And they're like, well, what's going on? What happened? Man, I'm, I'm sorry, but we can, we can save the baby or your wife, but there's no way we're going to be able to do both. Right? I mean, suddenly you're feeling something for that person. Suddenly you are sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, man, like, please go ahead. Like, geez, what a crappy deal. And, and there's some sympathy there, some empathy there. That's really what's missing from a lot of those reactive moments is that we don't have the ability to actually know the other person's story. We don't have the ability to know every single little thing that led them to that action, that led them to that place. I'm a firm believer that if you had the chance to sit down with a person and talk with them through it, you'd be like, dang, your whole life set you up for this moment, right? And sometimes it's a simple thing like cutting you off in traffic. Sometimes it's a bigger thing. In my six years of teaching high schoolers, I can tell you that all the behaviors I see in class, there's never been one that's a kid that's just a jerk, okay? It's maybe a kid that acts like a jerk. But when you get to know them, when I actually sit down and talk with them and start to understand what's going on, what's prompting those behaviors, I see their home life, I see what they've been raised like, I see what they've been exposed to, right? That's where all of a sudden it's, it's not this kid's a jerk, it's, oh, this kid's acting like a jerk. 
because of all of these experiences they've had. And guess what? If I'd had all those same exact experiences, I would be showing up the same way as this kid. Because they that's just the way it is, right? And until that kid gains that awareness and that ability to change how they're responding, that's just what it's going to be. And so that same principle applies to us. What do we care about? Well, we care about anything that we're emotionally investing in. So how about removing that emotional investment from the things that don't truly align with us, that don't truly help us to achieve what it is we want to achieve in this life. And we might not know what we want to achieve, but we all can tell what the next right step is, just the next one, just that tiny little inch moving forward. We can all feel that in our guts, right? And if we pause, can you imagine like pausing before every single interaction that you ever have having that moment to say, how do I want to show up here as my best self? I mean, you'd be living truly, fully embodied as your best self. That would be that experience of life. And that's an option, right? And so maybe we don't have the presence yet to do that in every single second of every single day, but we can start with those big things. And maybe it helps to make a list and write down, okay, what are things I really care about? And then what are some other things that I seem to be emotionally entangled in, but that don't serve me, that don't serve this world? And we can just focus on those things. How do I pause in those moments? Right? Do I really want to be a person that cares about the noise that a fork makes when scraping a dish? <laughs> no, I don't. That doesn't serve my purpose in this world. How can I detach myself emotionally from that experience then in order to invest that energy somewhere more productive. All right, guys, I really hope that this is a fruitful podcast episode for you. As always, I love to hear any sort of conversation, any sort of commentary, any sort of questions that you might have in relation to this topic. Thank you so much. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brook underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.